0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives.
3: I don't think you applying yourself, Smokey. I'ma go ahead and let you uh, calibrate your brain as to where that's from. I, I I, think you know. If you don't, you're probably a lot younger than I am, but even if you are that lot younger than I am, you, I mean... What's up, Big Purr? I mean, Big Worm? These are very important moments. If you don't know, it's the central plot line of Friday you know, with um, Chris Tucker and Ice Cube. And um, Chris Tucker was supposed to sell out his weed, but instead of selling the weed, he smoked it. And he, who he got it from is a brother named Big Worm, who had a big perm. And at some point, Big Worm pulled up and wanted his money. But Smokey ain't had the money. So then Big Worm was like, okay, uh, well then, give me my weed. Smokey ain't had that because he smoked it. And he was saying, listen, messing with my money is like messing with my emotions. And he basically explains to him that by the end of the day or this movie, if you don't have my money or my weed, I'm coming over here and I'm killing everybody. You gotta pay your debt. And right now, who is Smokey in this scenario is the US federal government. We gotta talk about the debt. Hood politics, y'all. don't think you apply yourself, Smokey. (laughs) Oh man, such an iconic time for movies, especially like black cinema. Shout out to John Singleton, man. Uh, Rest in peace. His last creation before he passed. Well, John Singleton, first of all, he didn't direct Friday. That's Ice Cube, but just classic black film from the 90s. Uh, Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice. And then his his last one was the series FX, a series on FX called Snowfall, South Central uh, Legend. Anyway, what a time, man. We had, you know, Friday, next Friday, Friday after next, you had Above the Rim, you had just Poetic Justice, just these amazing, like, you know, Black 90s, like, for loving basketball, all of it, right? Just the wood, you know what I mean? Like, uh Stella got a groove back set it off you know man what a time and I mean our parents at least my parents uh you know they had the 70s black exploitation films you know that was around a time you know and they they sort of black you know legends uh let's see I remember my father made me watch this show called this movie called a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich It's about drug dealing and getting hooked on drugs for the 70s. Anyway, I'm off topic. I bring up Friday and I bring up Smokey because the central plot of the film is really paying a debt. You know, somebody fronts you to work and you're supposed to sell to work and then pay, you know, back what you owe plus their percentage. Right I mean it's the simplest way to think about our financial credit system. There are two really dope podcasts out right now. One's like that was a couple of weeks back from based on when you're hearing this. one was you know from our homies uh at um even more news the Cody Shody. I adored him i I really like them they they white as hell. you know what I'm saying it's it like I just they just make me smile i I, I just enjoy them. He's got a show about the history of credit score and Equifax and and uh, FICO. And it's really dope, man. It's it's like they actually cover a lot of stuff that would serve as a good deep dive into kind of what I'm gonna talk about. And they're also through line on um, NPR. They have one about the history of the credit score too. That's a little more serious and journalistic at Cody and them at the some more news you know, spot. It's comedy, but it's like to make the medicine go down. So if you haven't, I'm pretty sure if you listen to the show, you listen to that show. Like that's the that's the circle I'm in. Unless you came into this circle because you were a fan of me, then you ain't heard of them. Anyway, that's a more deep dive. But but basically uh if you don't know, countries have credit scores also. And what I want to do today is I'm pretty sure you've been hearing all over the news for the last month or two about the debt ceiling and America has never defaulted on their loans. We have always paid our debts, which was always curious to me because I was like, well, don't we make our own money? Like, who the hell is we borrowing from? They was like the National Treasury. I was like, isn't that the U.S. government? Like, is you not borrowing money from yourself? I don't understand. Don't you collect taxes? Don't the taxes go to the government? Well, the taxes go to, like, what, how, who are you borrowing money? Are you borrowing from other countries? Don't you think that that's like a, ain't that like a national security issue? Like, why would I borrow? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, why is, what stops every country from being like big worm? you know what I'm saying? Then what the hell is our taxes for if you borrowing? Like, uh, what what the hell wrong with your budget? And then when they talk about approving budgets, I'm like, didn't you approve a budget three months a- like uh, earlier this year, like six months ago? Well, I thought you approved the budget. Well, then if you know what we're spending, did y'all not stick to the bank? That's your job to stick to the budget. I don't understand. Then what the hell is you borrowing? Didn't you already say what we was going to spend? And didn't we already spend it? Like, I don't understand. What is... I don't so did we borrow did we borrow the weed and smoke it like did, are we smoky like what happened did we just like agree on a price and then the bill came and was like uh I ain't got it Wh- what like I don't want to pay that much digging like that's how much it I done already done the thing and I told you how much it was I don't understand did you not check for your overdraft fees is you gonna swipe your card and it ain't gonna be there that's what I want to talk about right now because it ain't make sense to me neither I'm like, I thought you already said what we was going to spend and then you already spend it. Now you got to approve us paying back what you said we was going to spend. What is you talking about? Government sound like my daughter. <laughs> this is a few years back. Uh, luckily, she don't listen to none of this. She was just daydreaming about her future and one day getting a job. And she was like, you know, hey, when I get a job, I'm just going to um, what I'll do is I think I'll save my allowance and then I'll kind of like spend, you know, the money I get for my job. And I was like, uh, uh hold, hold, hold on there, sweetheart. <laughs> Can you think of why I had to pump the brakes on her, y'all? Sweetie, we not go. Okay, if you don't get this, baby, I'm not going to give you an allowance no more. She was flabbergasted. What? I was like, First of all, I don't think you should get allowance at all it's for chores. Nigga, you live here. You're going to have to do them anyway. So what am I paying you for? You live here. i pay you for the extra. I'll pay you for the things, for the peace of mind and not having to worry about stuff. Nigga, you don't get and You have a job. Why would we keep paying you an allowance if you have a job? She was like, wait, 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 wait. Does mom notice? And I was like, "Are you, are you kidding me right now? There's nothing to discuss. She's like, "Wait, we need to discuss." I was like, "No, no, 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 sweetheart. That's not how this works." I just kind of feel like as the government be doing. The government's like, "Okay, so I'm gonna take your taxes, and then I'm gonna get money from other people, and then I'm gonna borrow some more." Like, wait, wait, hold up. What? I don't understand. Some this don't you don't you don't you don't make sense to me, right? So. I'm going to talk about what they talking about, help you at least get your brain around a little bit of what's going on and why it was such a big deal. And in the middle of that, drop some gems is to like, here are some good practices with your own finances. Now, I am no wealth influencer by no means, you know, but uh, I'm going to use my hood antennas, things that I've learned and practices that I've learned to apply in my own life like you know on like just like the other how much a dollar cost episodes where it's like look I may not know all the terms but and you may not know all the terms and the big words but you understand it you understand you understand exactly what Smokey and Worm's issue was better have my money all right let's talk about it here we go okay so i'm gonna back up way far here not to insult your intelligence but again just to remind you that you actually understand this stuff so let me back up lending and borrowing money okay what sucks about the world that we build this 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 universe that we built is like if you just paid cash for everything it actually would call you like debt invisible and that would suck for you it would make you make it much harder for you to buy a house get a car all these different things it actually hurts you unless you're independently wealthy and you actually do have a billion dollars liquid in your bank account that you could actually pay cash and it don't matter once you hit a certain amount of money it don't matter But for the rest of us who don't got that, you being responsible and not getting in debt can punish you. It's absurd, but it's the world we're in. So in the simplest terms, uh, your cousin, your uncle say nephew. Baby girl or baby girl, come here. Hey, let me hold $20 till Tuesday. Now, let me ask you something. What is your (laughs) process of seeing as if whether you should give this uncle or cousin that $20? Here's a few things that I've learned in my life. I don't loan out what I'm not willing to give. And especially to which particular family member. If I know this family member ain't really good for it, I'm like that. I'm gonna chalk that $20 up as a loss. Yeah, I just love, I look, I love you, uncle. I'm just, look, you know, you pay me back. I'm say pay me back, but I don't expect, right? Because that's just who he is you understand what i'm saying like that so maybe that should be your grid do you trust this person is this person really gonna pay you better does this person have a track record of asking you and saying he gonna hold it till tuesday you understand what i'm saying and then on tuesday is you chasing this nigga down if you are you might be like oh i ain't got it today oh, i'm sorry you know what i'm saying man come on you broke ass nigga it's like well i mean you the one borrowing from me like i don't know which one of us nigga i'm good i'm good for it you know what i'm saying like i look i get you on tuesday if you don't trust this nigga, like sometimes you have to be like, okay, put some on it. Show me that you're gonna give me back on Tuesday, or at least give me like five on Tuesday. You can have till Friday. Just give me something, right? And if anything, it's not so much you worried about that twenty dollars. It's it's that I need you to keep your word. That's what you said you was gonna do. And if I'm ever gonna borrow from you again, or I'm ever gonna let you borrow from me again, like, nigga, I'm not finna do that. But listen, the first thing is like, look, man, don't loan no money you're not willing to give. You know, that you can't afford to lose. That's that's you on the thing. Now, if you borrow in, you, you shouldn't borrow something that sh- you can't pay back because it's gonna be on your back forever. And then there's this thing called which your grown ups called interest, right? So gives me to the next point, which is like lending money is a business. Like it's it, clearly, right? It, and and for it to be a business, There has to be a way to make money. If I loan you $100, if I'm a business, I give you $100, I loan you $100, and you just pay me back the $100. What a stupid business plan. I need a way to make money off this. So I need to charge you for letting you borrow money from me. Like this is a service I'm giving you. And for me to stay in business, I got to make money off this loan, right? That's where it comes into things called predatory loans, which is like, I'm looking for you that are struggling, that are tight right now. And I'm like, all right, You need $100, I got you. You know what I'm saying? But you got to pay me back plus like, you know, 50% interest. 50% interest is absurd. So like that's, if you paid me back the $100 right when I gave it to you, it would be 150 bucks. But if it's 50% interest, it's 50% interest per payment. So if you borrow $100 from me, and I'm like, I'm charging you 50% interest. So every time you paid me 20 bucks, you gotta remember $50 got added to your ending balance every time, because it's 50% interest. So if that's the case, if you only paying me $20, you still haven't paid none of the principal, right? So that means you could be paying off that, you could end up paying $1,000 on that $100, right? Because of the way the interest works and because you had to maintain your own finances. I mean, that's why it's, it's called predatory. You feel me? So lending is a business. And the way to game the system is to always make sure, okay, don't borrow what you can't afford to pay back and pay back quickly, right? So for your credit cards, stuff like that, when you just pay back minimums, you know, that basically that means you're gonna be in debt for the rest of your life. You feel me? And you're gonna pay like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars more than what you actually borrowed. That's why fools, That's why you get the stuff in the mail of like, Yo, you've been approved for $30,000, you know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, you're going to be paying hundreds of thousands of dollars back to that. Like, don't ever, like, throw that shit away. Don't borrow what you can't. A lot of a lot of times, you know, a lot of people do too. This is just good money stuff is like when your check, you know, you, you you turns out you got more month than you do check. You feel me? So at the end of the last few days of the month, when you're trying to go get gas, you just put that on your credit card. You setting yourself up because that's money you don't have. You spending money that's not yours. You understand what I'm saying? And now you you chunking into your next check already. Because you're going to have to pay that back. You feel me? So what are you supposed to do with that? Well, you create a budget right now. I'm saying this. In a time where the cost of living is absurd and sticking to a budget almost means you're going to have to choose between eating and rent. I understand that, you know, so so trust me, I know that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying in a world where you was able to get some sort of employment, you know, and that employment if you're doing your best to live within your means, these are just good practices. And again, I'm just trying to explain borrowing, lending and budget, right? So, that being said, when this credit card or these people say, "Yo, how much you need?" and you like like let's take it to the streets. I'm back and going back and forth between, you know, Business, credit card, streets, government, whatever, right? Let's take it to the streets. You know, that's why there's such things as loan sharks, right? Because you can make a lot of money like that because you're desperate. You have to, you're going to have to pay me back. You feel me? Or we break kneecaps. Like, you've seen movies, you know what I'm saying? You don't ever want to owe these people a favor, nigga. Like, because you're going to be in their debt forever, you know? Because they'll approve your loan, nigga. Like, you ain't got to go through no, like... <laughs> Credit report or that they approve your loan, nigga, because because you gon' pay them Oh, come on, nigga, you family. It's, it ain't nothing, homie. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we'll you, we'll get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, gon' get on your feet, nigga. We good out here. We'll chat later. Oh, cause <laughs> they gon' come collect, nigga. <laughs> it's gonna be at a time you don't want. And I know you're not gonna break your uncle' kneecap, unless like I hope you not. Maybe maybe you set grandma on him. You know what I mean, I don't know. But like, when they like, yo, how much you need? Are you good for it? How much you need? You, you throw out this number that you like, oh, I know I only make, you know, this much a month, so I won't be able to make these payments. G- getting into these cars, you know, if you listen to urban radio stations, they're like, no credit, bad credit. Your job is your credit. We approve everyone. You could get in a foreign. Nigga, don't take that deal, because, okay? Do you remember all the like, you know, the housing crisis? It was that. It was like, yo, or when the housing bubble explode, it was like, we giving y'all houses knowing full well you ain't going to be able to pay this. So you got to have a wisdom. It's like, well, they approved me for this jumbo loan. I guess I'm good. These lenders ain't looking out for you. Nigga, they make you a lick. You're the lick. You can't trust them to do right by you. Oh, we we really want to get you in this home. Nah, nigga, no, you not. You know you can't afford this because when the interest rates shoot up, which is what happened, right? Your bill quadrupled. You feel me? Because you was you locked into this like, you know, jumbo loan with this arm thing. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like you didn't lock in your uh your interest rate, which means, like I said before, I'm charging you to let you borrow money from me. And I can raise my prices whenever I feel like it. If I could be like, yo, it costs $5 to borrow from me, now it costs $50 to borrow from me, but you done already borrowed the money, so uh you are gonna have to pay it. Like, nah, fam. So when they like, yo, how much you good? How much you want? If you hit them like, I want $100,000. Like, nigga, you never gonna be able to pay that. Like, you know you can't handle that payment you want your little tell You want your little foreign whip. You know what I'm saying? That bill, like, you know, four, five bills a month. You tripping, cuz, like, just so you could swerve this whip. When the repo man come pick your car up, you gonna be looking real lame. Go on dry that little bucket. You know what I'm saying? Get your weight up right now. Like, don't look. Look, I'm saying this knowing full well what it's like out here. But, like, you need to be able to maintain these, these loans, you need to be able to maintain these bills. So when they approve your credit limit, it would be smart to be like this credit limit is based on a budget I know I can maintain. What happens is once you start hitting the red, meaning you didn't hit your credit limit, you maxed out that card, you maxed out that loan. It's like, yo, we'll borrow. We'll let you borrow ten thousand dollars. Right. And you was like, dope, that's my limit. Okay, cool. Well, I don't need all 10. I just need, I just need two right now. Okay, cool. Your bill at two, two thousand? you'd be like, oh, I can handle that. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I could pay that off probably in like, I could pay that off in like three months. Get this thing back down to like zero, back down to like 100 dollars right? But let's just say the homies hit you and they like, yo, we going to Cancun, cuz, oh nigga, like, yo, we y'all, y'all doing the y'all doing the vacation? All right, look, I'll pull up. I'll just I'll just swipe my car. We'll kick. I'll be good, right? You swipe that card that bill go from $200 a month because you only had $2,000 on your thing to now $8,000. And then now you there and it's like, oh man, like I'm not finna be in Cancun like a broke boy. Like I mean, I still gotta get these drinks. You done maxed out that credit card. Now listen, is the credit card gonna decline? No, it's a business. No, they gonna let you swipe away. You just gonna get the email that's like, uh, you done maxed out your card because um, you want some more? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I done already spent it. So, yeah, you got to raise that limit. Well, we'll raise it to 20. At this point, you like what well, the interest. I mean, it is what it is. I'm already out here. I already spent it. Are oh, you living dangerous, homeboy? But you done already spent it. So what are you supposed to do? I mean, you got to pay it. It's already spent, right? I mean, that's the U.S. government. Let's take a break. yeah so there are two positions right it's the bill came the bill is more than what we budgeted i need y'all to be cool for me to go ahead and pay this off and we've never not paid our bill now you got your conservative wing that is like nigga. This shit is way y'all spending way too much. I'm not, nah, fam. I'm not approving this number, nigga, until you promise me you not finna like (laughs) keep spending like this shit, man. Like you we can't just keep nigga. You're it's like you being irresponsible, bro. Like, if you you can't afford this cancun trip, nigga, don't go to the camp. What are you doing? Like. And then you looking at me on some like, all right, pay the man. It's like, no, fool. Like, what is you doing? I'm not approving this. And then you got the Democrat side that's like, well, the bill's already here. The time to talk about what's okay to spend is after this. Like, we'll we'll deal with that. I feel you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel you. But remember, I wasn't the only one that said, let's go to Cancun. Nigga, we all here. Like, hold up. You agreed. You agreed to buying these drinks. You agreed to these tickets. Now that we here, you don't get to be the one that's financially responsible and get to just duck out on this bill. The bill here now. You would have, could have, should have me. Nigga, we got to pay the bill. We'll deal with my spending habits a little bit later. And another thing, you spend just as bad as I do. You just spend it on other shit. I might be into drinks, but nigga, you the cars. You know, if we the government, it's like, I might be into, you know, these building programs, these bridges, but you went to that military. Like you buying absurd weapons. Like, matter of fact, you the biggest part of the bill, nigga. So you telling me to cut my little part. And the Republican is like, well, nigga, that part's the most important. What do you you ain't got a life if we not buying these? And you couple all that, the the other character in the story, which is the American people, that is like. Hey, nigga, buy me a drink. Hey, you cute. Well, I want a drink. This nigga's like, yo, I want this Airbnb. Yo, I want this. No, we they should buy us this. You said you was going to take me. I want a new purse. Like, you know what I'm saying? We the ones demanding, like, telling you. And the only reason we get to say that is because you told us. Like, hey, what you want, baby girl? We're going to Cancun. Okay, listen, let me tell you what I want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why I made the American. This is, I don't know why I made us. I'm I'm a dude, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know why my characters sound. well I do know why my character sound like this. I know it's absurd, but anyway, uh, stick with me now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you did look. He swiping the card. You feel me? So look, you get to flex. You know what I'm saying? Because you got me, the pretty little thing on on you know on your little arm. You know what I'm saying? I'm your little piece out here in Cancun while you stunned the nigga. You need to make sure I got these. Make sure I'm shining. <laughs> But look, the card done been swiped. This where we are. While we arguing over the bill. <laughs> is The time to argue over the bill ain't when the bill get here. <laughs> it's when we swiping the card. Nigga. It's when you start arguing over the bill. Nevertheless, this where we are. So what the government is doing is fighting over that bill. It's like, do we pay it? And then you got people getting on the camera and they saying from both sides, like, listen, we've never not paid our bill. We're gonna pay the bill. We just need to agree on, you know, this, that, and the third, right? To us, as the consumer, is going, okay. So what happens if you don't pay your bill? Well, then half the government don't get their paycheck, right? What? Yeah, no, you niggas don't get their paychecks. If you work for a, if you got a federal job, i.e., the military, you just don't get your paycheck. What? Well, yeah, because we we defaulted on our our loan. Then what you should say, let me get this straight. My paycheck is a loan is money you borrowed? How, wh- what? What and where the money you got? It seems extremely irresponsible <laughs> to which I would say you are absolutely correct. So here's what happened. What had happened was the bill comes right. The bill for the U.S. government. And the Republicans pass a bill, they're saying, listen, I'm not raising this debt ceiling, which is like, um, like I said, yo, 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 limit, yo, max. Like, I'm not gonna agree for you spending and paying for all this until you agree to stop spending money in these particular areas, right? It, because again, like our government can't fund, remember the Congress holds the purse, right? So we're not gonna approve you spending this bread if to which is really not a spend, it's a payback because the money's already spent. Right. Um, we're not gonna approve that until you agree to stop spending money on these four five things that we're sending to things. So you gotta once you pass that, then we'll approve this. President Biden is like bro that's not a negotiation this ain't the bill's already here what are you talking about we could talk about that but like nigga not now you're essentially like you're loan sharking me here and you're not even the person i borrowed money from like you know what i'm saying like you what this is you're tripping like this is not the time to talk about this to which the republicans are like well we tried to talk about it you ain't want to hear us then Now, let's get into the policy stuff. The policy stuff kind of works like this, like, okay, how do you get out of this? Well, remember, again, the House has to approve the thing, right? And the position of the House and the position of the White House couldn't be further apart, right? So one way out of this, now I'm writing this the day after Mother's Day. So I don't know what it's going to be, you know, because the, you know, red line you getting evicted is June 1st and this will be out probably after that. So I don't know what's going to happen, but um, either everybody's allowed their fiction where they both get to go on stage and say, well, I didn't get punked by the other party. You know what I'm saying? And I got what we wanted because nobody really wants to default on the loan, but also nobody wants to look like a punk. Right? So if, Biden can be like, look, dog, I got it done. I did my wheeling and dealing. I wasn't extorted. I wasn't strong armed. I made them understand that this is better for the people. And I'm down to go talk about these cuts because like, yo, maybe you are right. Maybe we are. Maybe we are going crazy on these cuts things. Right. And then the Republicans get to be like, okay, listen, we made him come to the table. This fool understands that we not playing, right? That's what y'all sent us up here to do this and they can make each other the enemy and they can do this whole theater and Biden can pretend like this ain't really about, you know what I'm saying, that that spending, you know, and budget cuts and approving this are two separate things. They not, nigga, that's fiction. You feel me? Um but they can both pretend like Like they got what they needed. Or you could do this other thing, which is essentially like this, like emergency ripcord thing where you really only need five Republicans to approve. Right. And how would you do that? Well, I could get five of y'all to agree if I start cutting back some of this like covid relief money and I could say, yo, I'll, I'll, I'll stop spending this. I'll agree to stop spending this before you send me this money. And um that would make obviously the Republican base super angry because it looked like you got punked, but they'll get over it. You know what I mean? Especially when they when they don't miss a check. Yeah, you, you, you feel me? So there's these ways to do it, and then there's this like really get into the policy stuff with the 14th Amendment, and that's the part that I was like, wait, what? So what happened with the 14th Amendment? It had to do with the Civil War, right? When the Confederate Army you know, loaned out monies through land bills and that's when I'm going to start, or the Confederate government. I'm going to start getting into, like, who the government borrowed money from anyway, right, in a, in a second. But when they started loaning out money, once the, once the Civil War was over, they came back and we came back into the Union, the government was like, you can't collect on debts. Nigga, your shit is gone. Right? Like, no, nigga, no. No, fam. You don't get to collect Cause your whole shit was fraudulent anyway. So they put in here so that the Confederates can't do that to the union and everybody else did that. You can't just decide you're not gonna pay your bill and that your your bill is, is, is like fraudulent. So they put into the 14th amendment so that the Confederates can't be like, well, nigga, we not paying your money either. There's this thing where it's like, no, 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 you have to pay. So some people are arguing even the debt ceiling itself is unconstitutional because of the 14th Amendment. You have to pay the bill. Like, you can't not pay the bill. Now, that's one interpretation. You feel me? Now, here's where it gets super bonkers, right? You have this, this system like this. Like, when we approve a budget, y'all remember hearing all that stuff like early on in. Any presidential thing, they talk about approving the budget, what we're going to spend, what we're going to do. And they send out these bills and you got this green, the Build Back Better bill. You have all these things. You approve this bill. The Congress says, boom, this is what we want done. Right. So that's according to the law. The president has to execute what y'all said to do. Right. But then the debt ceiling says. But you can only do it with this amount of money. But you just told me. So now the president has this mixed message. It's like, do I either A fulfill what you told me to do by these laws when you pass this budget? Or do I B don't do half the shit you told me to do or raise taxes? There's, I don't, because how else am I going to do what the, I don't, there's no way to. So it's this like, it, it don't make sense. In other words. Your mama sends you to the store to go buy bread, a pack of cigarettes. This is a real long time ago because you can't buy no pack of cigarettes. But go buy bread, milk, a pack of cigarettes, uh, a case of Cheerios and get yourself some candy and she give you five dollars. That's not enough money, mom. So either I don't buy everything you said to buy or I steal some of this or you give me more money. But your mama say, make it work. Like, I, what about mom? Like, what am I supposed to do here? And the answer is, I don't know. Cause it's not like, uh, it's not in the Congress's power to make the president break a constitutional law to do what it said it's gonna do either way. So I don't know, at least as of today. But I want to back up to a bigger question I had. And I was like, who the hell you borrow money from? How does that? (laughs) What? You're telling me our taxes aren't enough? Which is where if you're going to talk about the talking points of the Republicans on surface, you're like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's like, it's not enough. Nigga, we pay you so much. I don't understand why. Where your money going to and why don't y'all know how to manage it? Right. I mean, that's a logical question to me. So let, let me let me let me dive into this. So, yes, the money goes into our national treasury. Right. And yeah, part of that is our taxes. Right. But our taxes don't cover the amount of spending we have. So what the Department of Treasury does is it borrows money to make up the difference between spending and revenue. Now, who do they borrow from? Get this, the public. (laughs) Listen, they borrow money by issuing securities, bills, notes, and bonds through the treasury securities. And they're super attractive because they're backed by the full faith of the U.S. government. So if you go invest a little bread into the government, like, yeah, I'll run you, I'll, I'll buy this called Bill, or bond, which again, I can't stress this enough, money's made up, right? But it's to make sure that there's money inside the bank. How does a bank crash? Is when everybody takes their money out at the same time because the money's not really there, right? It's not actual money. It's we're floating, you know, little beads around back and forth to pretend like there's money there. That's how a bank crashes is when everybody decides, nah, I think I'll take my money. Then there's not enough to cover it, right? So what the feds do is they say, well, let me loan out these bonds and be like, yo, we're good for it. We've never defaulted on a loan. That's that uncle. When he say I'm a hold, I'm gonna hold this till Tuesday. Dope. That uncle not only give you that $20 back, but he give you $20, a case of Corona and an extra 10 for being so cool to him. Right. So they borrow from the public. But it's not like there's enough Americans to be able to cover The amount of money we actually need to run a government. So who do we borrow from? But I tell you what, before we even ask that, maybe these boomers can answer their own follow their own advice to say, well, you're spending so much money on avocado toast. Maybe if you were smarter with your money, well, maybe you don't need two Air Force ones. Maybe. Maybe military weapons research doesn't need to be a trillion dollars. I mean, you I mean, you telling us maybe we spending money on stuff that like, okay, hold up now. The things I'm asking for is reasonable. I'm saying I look. A drivable street, it seems to me seem like that'd be more wise spending. It's all I'm saying. The stuff you trying to cut is the stuff we kind of need to survive. The stuff you trying to keep seems to me like you just protecting your own money. So before you start telling me, you understand what I'm saying? Before you start telling us, as young folk, we can't buy no house because we buying too much on avocado coast. Maybe you should understand inflation, my nigga, and maybe run your own budget (laughs) better and follow your own advice. Now, who you borrow money from? This is who we borrow from. Check this out. This is according to the U.S. Government Accountability Office. More than 75% of foreign holdings of the U.S. Treasury can be attributed to 15 countries. China, excluding Hong Kong and Manchu, and Japan are the largest holdings. So we borrow money from (laughs) other countries. We borrow money from people we might potentially be at war with. So do you think it's super important maybe that we pay this money back? So when you, 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 when you, when you, like, I need you to think about this for a second. What the hell kind of system is this? We borrow money from other countries. Not only that, we borrow it from ourselves. So when we say in the government defaulting on their loans, I used to think, okay, well, how about this? Let's just print a trillion dollar coin because remember, we print our own money. It doesn't this is so stupid right here you go we meant the money so here everything's cool well as we know like we talked about before that will cause the stock market and inflation to big be, because that money means nothing right because the money is going back to us i don't I, I does this make sense to you it don't make sense to me either however this is where we are <laughs> So in conclusion, <laughs> we are in the part of the movie where Smokey is trying to figure out <laughs> how he going to find this money for Big Worm. So he asking the other people because he didn't already smoked up all the stuff he was supposed to sell. Now he got to have either the weed or the money. And he running around and figuring out. So the government has said you supposed to spend this much. Well, I spent it, but what you asked me to do cost more than what you gave me money for. So now I got to approve the thing and we just, now you like, well, no, you was supposed to spend money on this and not on this. Well, uh, I don't know what the hell to do because Japan and China is waiting for they check. And so are the people that hold wealth and bonds in our own country. And then what happens is if the stock market don't like all this, then we fall into another recession and then your interest rates go up. So guess who end up paying the debt? Nigga, you got it all ready. I don't know what the hell to tell you. In conclusion, let us as the voting constituents of the United States of America, look at our government and say, I don't think you applying yourself, Smokey. Hood politics. You know. I don't know why I ain't thought of this before, but you know, you could use promo code Hood for 15% off on terraformcoldbrew.com. Like, I forgot I own that company and this is my pod. Y'all go ahead and punch your promo code Hood if you're in the cold brew. Get you some cold brew. Gonna get you some coffee. Yeah, like, I can't believe I ain't thinking this till right now. yo this thing right here was recorded by me propaganda in east los boyle heights los angeles california this thing was mixed edited mastered and scored by the one and only matt osowski y'all check out this fool's music i mean it's incredible executive produced by sophie lichterman for cool zone media man and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us make sure you leave a five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm. And listen, I just want to remind you, these people is not smarter than you. If you understand city living, you understand politics. We'll see you next week.
0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith